I see the Lord arising from his seat and say, who are those people blessing my name like that? And the Lord raining down blessings upon blessing, goodness and mercy, blessings upon everybody in this auditorium. So it is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before you take your seat, tell the person, say, you may, maybe you don't have all, but me, I have a very big God. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. I give you the permission throughout this Christmas period, just be playing that song. Angels will just be showing up for you. God bless Tim Godfrey for that song. I'm going to bring him to Grace Assembly. He's one of my songs, and he's going to blow this place apart with that song. Buckle your seatbelts. Get ready for the new year 2024. We're going to start on a very blessed note. If you believe that, say amen. I said, if you believe that, say amen. All right. I don't know Christmas without some joy. We're going to be bouncing around the place, having a good time. Help me tell your neighbor, you're entitled to have a good time. It's Christmas. Tell the person you have pastor's permission to go out there and have a good time. Today's Oloe's birthday. Let's start with a good time. Help me tell the mommies here. I say, forget your age. Go out and have a good time. Help me tell Papa you're welcome, sir, but go ahead and have a good time. No young person is going to make me feel I'm too old. This Christmas, we're having a good time together. Uh -huh. You are not leaving me behind, choir. We're going to have a good time this Christmas. All right, it's my joy to welcome you to church. We're going to have a bit of celebration as we finish the word. But do you like the altar? Look at this thing. I really, really love it. <laughs> Jesus is the word of God personified. But him and the word are the same. There's no way you can celebrate Christmas and not exhort the word. Otherwise, it is a joyous activity in futility. This morning... I'm going to be brief. I'm just going to read scriptures to you. But I want to first celebrate Pastor Collins. is not able to be in church like a lot of people have traveled as well. He gave us a word on, on Wednesday. How many of you were in church? Uh, you were not in church and you were not online. So where were you? Missing in action. He gave us a word, the man Joseph. Have you ever thought that there might not have been Christmas without Joseph? Everybody talks about Mary. I was astounded how we missed out celebrating Joseph. Bring up the scripture for me. Let me read Matthew 1, 18 to 24 from the New King James Version. So that when we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate the Lord. We celebrate Mary, but we must celebrate Joseph. The Bible says, the New King James Version says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. 
After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine your baby is found pregnant? And she says it's Holy Spirit. Then G Joseph, her husband, being a just man, a just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. Kind-hearted man. He didn't like what was going on. He didn't understand it, but he was still kind. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Next verse. And she will bring forth a son, and he shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. No more talk. No discussing it with his friends or his parents. And took to him his wife. How many men today can the Lord entrust such an awesome responsibility to and will not consider their ego that must have been badly bruised when your babe, who was supposed to be a virgin, don't get belly. And what would your boys say in the club? They say, I thought you were a cool dude. How come they pulled the fast one on you? But Joseph, after the dream, just a dream, he got up and took to him his wife. The NIV says Joseph was a righteous man. The New King James reads in verse 19 said he was a just man. The NIV says Joseph was a righteous man. The Amplified Classic says Joseph was a just and upright man. The God's, God's Word version of the Bible says Joseph was an honorable man. The Good News Translation says Joseph was a man who always did what was right. As we contemplate Christmas, if Joseph had not lined up, I don't know what version of Christmas we will have had. Whilst we always preach about Joseph, one of the 12 patriarchs of Israel, we hardly talk about Joseph in the New Testament. This Joseph was a just man. He was a righteous man. He was an upright man. He was an honorable man. And he was a man that always did what was right. God could give him a job none of us would have taken. And so I want to thank God, Pastor Collins, who brought this to my attention. And I look in the mirror and I ask myself, could I be a Joseph of my generation. I asked the men of Grace Assembly, could you be trusted to be the Joseph of our generation? Can you carry the burden of the Lord like Joseph did? The Bible says he never slept with his life until after she had the baby. Just because Jesus had to be born. You're sitting down here looking pretty. What did it cost you? 
Who knows what God wants to do now? Who would be a Joseph in our generation? In our own days, my prayer is may God find us to be righteous, just, upright, honorable, and may he also find us to be Christians who will always do what's right. Can you say amen? Now, that's not the word for today. It's just to let you know that whilst you celebrate Christmas, look in the mirror. Could you be the Joseph? Could you be the Mary? Why not? Bible says these things were written as an example for us. And having ears, may we hear and make every effort to be like Joseph. But this morning, I bring you the word that God laid on my heart. I had to amplify that because I don't think anybody has a right to enjoy a Christmas without doing a self-examination, looking at the standard of Joseph. And beyond that, Joseph had to raise Jesus to be a very good boy. He must have done a great job because at the age of, I think, 11 or so, the Bible says he was already talking with the professors of theology in the temple. And so there's just so much we have missed out. And I pray that this word will keep reverberating in your heart throughout 2024. And you'll become a better man, a better woman in Jesus' name. Now, I'm going to ask you to stand for the reading of the word. I'm just going to read the scripture and I'm going to declare the total counsel of the Lord as we commemorate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is, again, going to be a reading about the birth of Jesus. I take my text from Luke 1. I'm going to read verses, verses 11 to 15a and then skip down to 18 to 19 Normally, we'll read from the New King James Version, but this time, for good reason, I'm going to be reading from the New International Version of the Bible. And here begins the reading of God's Word, verse 11. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, talking about Zechariah, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw the angel, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give give him the name John. I like this. He will be a joy and delight to you. Can somebody say amen? It means whatever you're going to birth, what they're going to produce will bring joy and delight to you. Please say amen. This child will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. And Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? This happy outcome? How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man and my wife is well along in years. He must have forgotten about Abraham and Sarah. And the angel was patient to answer. I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. This December, good news will produce happy outcome for someone under the sound of my voice in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You may be seated. Zechariah was a priest and he was serving 
Unlike many of us, when the promise of a son tarried, a lot of us will have given up and fallen by the wayside. The Bible says he was still serving in his old age. There are times that you must maintain your consistency in spite of the gossip behind you, in spite of what you don't have or what you lost. Bible says on that day, an angel appeared before him and Zechariah was afraid. Never be afraid if it's an angel from God. God never sends an angel to destroy his children. And the, and the angel said, your time of good news has come. Late as it may sound. I preach a sermon. God may seem to be slow, but he's never late. And he said, how can this be? Forgetting the story of his father, Abraham and Sarah without Isaac, he would not exist because he was a priest in the order of Aaron. And many times we forget what God has done so that we kind of lose faith in the situation that we face. Has there not been a thing like that that God had done in the past? And this man was a priest. He was even at the altar when he said, how can it be? God has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did in the past, he will continue doing it. And you are next in line for what God is going to do. And the angel was patient, unlike men like us who would have snapped and said, Zachariah, how can you be a priest for so long? You are even an old man. And now the angel of the Lord is speaking to you and you're still questioning him. The angel was patient and said, let me introduce myself to you. It's not like Nigerians when they have a little bash on the street. They say, do you know who I am? No. That's not when to introduce yourself. The angel said, I am Gabriel. And I stand in the presence of God. And I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. I told you good news at the beginning of the year. I'm standing at the altar. I'm still telling you good news. It is going to be happy outcomes to the glory of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. An angel appeared to Zechariah. You're asking me, what has that got to do with Christmas? Because this was only six months. So the next time an angel will show up. I take another reading from Luke chapter number one. Uh, the same Luke chapter number one. <laughs> but this time I'm going to take that reading from verse 26 to 37. In one chapter of the scripture. So many appearances of angels, and you track the whole of the Bible. Not many times in the whole of the Bible did an angel show up. There are books in the Bible, there's never one mention of an angel showing up. But in the season of the birth of Jesus, there are a lot of angelic appearances. And before I read that, that's why I themed my Message this morning, a season of angelic visitations. It's a season of angelic visitations. In one chapter of the Bible, go read your Bible from beginning to end. It doesn't happen like that. Verse 26 to 37, I read, continue to read from the NIV. It says, in the sixth month, God sent, an, sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth. A small, seemingly innocuous, unimportant, forgotten little town 
which is how the life of some people appear to be. But that's where the angel went. An angel is going to visit somebody with good news. In the sixth month after the first appearance, God sent the angel Gabriel again to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin, pledged to be married to a man named Joseph. He was only a carpenter, but a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Verse 28. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was troubled at his words. Me, highly favored, the Lord is with me. I pronounce the word of the Lord to you, child of God. You are favored before God. I said you are favored before God. In fact, you are highly favored before the Lord. And the Lord is still with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Can I hear an amen? You will be with child and give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and be called the son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Just like Zechariah, she said, how will this be? What is with the best of us when either an angel from heaven or an angel to a church brings you a word? The first thing you question it. God is not a man. If he said it, he will do it. If he promised it, he will bring it to pass. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. I wonder what it is you think stands in the way between you and your dream or your aspiration of the promise of God. For her, it's a virgin. It's true, it's never been done before. But have you not heard? Did you not read it? Behold, said the Lord, I will do a new thing. God bless you for that amen over there. And the angel was patient again and answered her. If you must know, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Nobody said amen. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. What you're about to birth will be more than the doing of a man, the working of a man, a connection. Oluwa will be involved in what you're going to give after. And then Angel Gabriel had to put it in context. That this is not the first time I'm appearing. I appeared six months ago. to so somebody close to you saw that by the law of corroboration, Maybe your doubt will mature into faith. And in verse 36, he said, Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. All the believers should be clapping. I said, nothing is impossible. Your situation is not impossible. Your promise is not impossible. Your aspiration is not impossible. For nothing at all 
is impossible with God. The testimonies you heard at a Thanksgiving and our Thanksgiving is like the angel telling Mary that he, she that was called barren is already six months pregnant. Every time you hear the testimony of a saint, it is to help you jumpstart your faith, is to corroborate the promise you got so that you can begin to check your mail, check your information, check what is going on because you're expecting good news and a happy outcome. In one chapter of the Bible, Angel Gabriel appears twice. It is the season of angelic visitations. Just like we miss the study of Joseph to appreciate Joseph, we miss that this season is not just about giving gifts. This season, every time we celebrate Christmas, what happened at the first Christmas is going to happen at this Christmas. In Luke chapter 2, the next chapter, as one chapter finishes, another angelic visitation. I'm going to read verses 8 to 14, the NIV. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. Whether you're at home or in the field, whether you're in the city or in the village, whether you're in church or at home, angelic visitation is going to be your portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and yet they were terrified. And the angel said to them again, do not be afraid. I bring you what? Good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. I like that one. It did say it's going to be, has been born. I prophesy to somebody that you're going to find out that what God promised you was already done maybe yesterday, maybe two days ago, but you're going to find out this Christmas in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. And you didn't know it. And you thought it was business as usual. You are going to come in contact with somebody that God has sent. You're going to go come in contact with, with a blessing that's going to change your life forever, for better, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. He's not even an angel. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothing, lying in a manger. And suddenly, somebody please say suddenly. You don't understand what I'm saying, suddenly. Good news is going to show up to you. Say suddenly, a change of status. Say suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared along with the angel. They were there all the time, but they had not shown themselves. There are a lot of things going on around for us in Grace Assembly, going to show up for us between Christmas and New Year. If you believe it, why don't you say a convincing amen? Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. 
Grace Assembly, the favor of God rests upon this house. Rest upon our homes, rest upon our families, rest upon our enterprise. If you're not saying amen, I don't know what else you want. Say amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to the man on whom his favor rests. Favor always produces amazing results. And now I'm going to read another angelic appearance. How many angelic appearances now? Three. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Number four, Matthew 1, 18 to 24. And this version is a little different. It says, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ was. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. The first one, Zechariah. The second one, Mary. The third one, the, 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 the shepherds. The fourth one was to Joseph, which is what I read talking about last week or Wednesday. And so, and after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. So she will give birth to a son and you're going to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and give birth to a son and they'll call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Four angelic visitations in a very short space of time. In two chapters of the Bible, like never before, three angelic appearances. This one I read is from Matthew's another account, but it happened in the same, uh, if, if Luke captured it, it would be in chapter one or chapter two, but Luke didn't capture this part. And so I read it from Matthew. And so four angelic appearances in a short space of time, it is not done. Which means this season is not an ordinary season. The Bible talks about times and seasons. The season of the celebration of Christ is a season of angelic manifestations. And angels always bring good news to the children of God. I stand in my office and I say, I, I agree with the heavens. Upon this revelation, there will be angelic visitations bringing good news to every household represented here in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What happened? In verse 13 of Luke 1, the NIV, but the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Whatever you're afraid of, put it aside now. Your prayer has been heard. Somebody, I am not preaching now. I am having a conversation with you in the corner of your room. The angel said to him, do not be afraid. I'm saying to you, do not be afraid of what you should be afraid of. Your prayer has been heard. Your prayer has been heard. Oluwa to 
Oluwa ti gbo oro e Oluwa ti gba adura e It says your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son which means what was making you cry is now going to make you laugh Your wife will bear you a son and you are to give him the name John even what you are going to name him Hey that is advanced confirmation not only will you have you already have the name somebody you will know what to call that blessing this has happened to me before after my first born my wife had a baby that came down at 6 months and he didn't survive I understand that of all my children that's the one that looked like me the most I didn't have the heart to look at the body of the baby My wife said you will never survive it's just a carbon copy of you And there was nothing happening Then I had a dream I saw my first son he was yellow he was I saw exactly and I said we're going to have a child Exactly that's what happened And my second son that was what happened I said today you're going to conceive and he was born 9 months less 3 days from the day He was conceived that day he was born 9 months less 3 days That day I said it was my birthday February 26 my son was born November 23 count it This is somebody who had all kind of complications seemingly impossible to conceive your prayer has been heard somebody i said your prayer has been heard and you will bring forth what you desire verse what it says he will be a joy and delight to you something you are going to accomplish something you are going to do by the reason of this angelic pronouncement upon your life it will bring joy and it will be a delight to you in the name of the lord jesus christ Psalm 103 verses 20 to 21 I'm talking about a season of angelic visitation how did we miss that God says there are times and seasons it says in the in the wet season there will be rain the bible says ask for rain in the time of the latter rain and it will give you rain on your seed which means you should know the season and call for what said in the time of the latter rain ask for rain Somebody asked for angelic visitation. Psalm 103 verses 20 to 21 the New Living Translation listen to this it says praise the Lord you angels you mighty ones who carry out his plans. His plans for who? His plans for his children. When God wants to give you a happy outcome there's always involves angelic visitation. Praise the Lord you angels you mighty ones who carry out his plans some people are trying to frustrate his plans in your life leave them because angels are going to carry out that plan in the face of the people that think they are blocking your plan That's why the Bible says don't curse your enemies ah they will live to see the goodness of God in your life in the land of the living What can we amen is I said they will, ah. 
angels carry out his plan. Some people block the plan. Stop fighting with people blocking you. Ask for angelic visitation. The Bible says, Elizabeth was the one called barren. It says, she, the one that was called barren is now six months with child because of an angelic visitation. My dear, the reason you're struggling is the angel has not arrived. I came here to pronounce to you, we are in the season of angelic visitation. And I'm praying in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, send your angels who carry out your plans for your children. I'm praying for you. The Lord will send the angel that will carry out God's plan for your life. That will help you achieve what you've been praying for. Praise the Lord, you angels, you mighty ones who carry out his plans. Listening for each of his command. Yes, praise the Lord, you armies of Angels who serve him and do what? His will. Ah, his will is that you may prosper and be in health. His will is Christmas should bring you correct celebration. Not just because Jesus died, because the angel of the Lord visited you too. Psalm 103 verse 20, the living Bible says, Bless the Lord, you mighty angels. You mighty angels of his. Who does what? Who carry out his orders. You know, plan is one thing. Order is another thing. When God has a plan for you to promote you, and people are doing something, God may change it to an order. There's some angels. If there be anybody here, you've been facing massive resistance. I'm going to pray this prayer. May the Lord send his angels who carry out orders to your household in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bible says they listen for each of his commands. I close. How many of you remember the story of Peter? When James was killed, the Bible says in the Acts of Apostle, because it made the people happy that Herod killed James, he took Peter. Do you know who Peter was? Peter was number one apostle. Let me tell you. There are problems I don't care about how big your family is. There's some problems I don't care about anything, who you are. He took Peter and locked him up, number one. You know, sometimes in some family, God will allow the number one to be dealt with so that others will be afraid. If they carry number one, the strongest, what will happen? The others will be shaken. Bible said they put him in jail. They fastened his hands. They put security. Bible says God sent an angel. You know the story. The chains fell off. Angel said, put on your shoes. He said, shoe care. He said, yeah, let's go. They got to the security. They were asleep. They got to the gate. The gate opened of his own accord. There are angels. If let me tell you, there's some situations if angels don't show up, you go die. Peter would have died. James died. Should I pray this prayer for you? That God will, in the season of angelic visitation, may the Lord send angels that will carry out God's order for deliverance, for promotion. If you're facing an impossible situation, it can't be worse than Peter's own. Peter was sleeping out of destitution. He, he had given up. The angel said, wake up. That dream that you abandoned, 
Wake up. That person that felt they locked you up, they're in for a nasty surprise. And so the angel walked him through. They got to the gate. You know, so there are people here, you're begging people for the key to the gate. No, you don't need the key to gates. Where an angel is, he does not need a key. The gate will open of his own accord. You know why? Because you are not an ordinary person. You are a beloved child of the Lord. They may have even melted the gates, keys. After they locked it, they put it in the furnace to melt it. So let's see how you'll come out. When an angel accompanies you, they never born the person. Bible says they go to the gates to the city. And the gate to the city talk about the city of your choice, the city of your dreams, the city of your aspiration, the city of what you want to achieve. And the gate opened to them of its own accord. As it happened, so it will happen this time around too for anyone that will say amen in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The gates to the city of your desire will open unto you by the angelic visitation that is being provoked in this altar today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 12 verse 11. The New Century Version. When all this happened, <laughs> then Peter realized what had happened and he thought, now I know that the Lord has sent his angel to me. Now I know that the Lord has sent his angel to me. I said to me. No, no, to me. You're very wise. <laughs> Peter realized what had happened. All the time he thought he was dreaming. Somebody under the sound of my voice as the Lord as the Lord reigns supreme in the affairs of men before whom I stand, you will be like them that dream. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, they were there like them that dream. And the people said, we've never seen this kind of thing before. He said, yes, the Lord has done great things for us. So shall it be in this season of angelic visitation. So shall it be for you and I to the glory of God without fail in Jesus' mighty name. A whole Peter pinched himself. He ate with the Lord. He walked on water. Never seen anything like this. Oh, some of you think you know God. You never see something. Something happened to a whole Peter. He said, now I know. Meaning all this time, you don't know. Something will make you preach the gospel. Something will make you say, I will never doubt God again. If you know you are the one that needs this prophecy, you better stand up and say, Amen. Now I know that the Lord has sent his angel to me. Listen to this. He rescued me from Herod and from all the things the people thought would happen. Let me warn you. A lot of people around you have written the outcome. And the outcome is not in your favor. Can I tell you something? Meetings have been had. 
that your name will not be on that list. So what Peter was saying is that what this angel did frustrated what people thought was a done deal. Any list, your name should be on it. And they said they have concluded that list. May the fire of the Holy Spirit burn that list in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the list be shredded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Another list is going to be written. Your name is going to be on that promotion list. Say amen. Some people have felt your, your name will always be on the wrong list. Any list that is not good, that your name is on it, let it catch the fire of the Holy Spirit. Now I know. You will say, Pastor, I want to see you. Now I know you are the angel God sent to me. Now I know the Lord really sent his angel to me. Why? He rescued me from Herod against all odds. And from, listen to this, all the things, not one thing, all the things that people thought would happen. You shared your problem with somebody, they have made up their mind. You are not going to get out of it. When they were saying it's okay, they didn't mean it. I want you to lift up your hand to God. I say, Lord, I believe. Can we sing that song, Lord, I believe all things are possible. Lord, I believe. I hope you know that song. Lord, I believe. Come on now. Lord, I receive all things are possible. more time. Tell God, thank you that Christmas truly is a season of angelic visitations. I receive my own angelic visitation. I receive my own pronouncement. Angels, I will carry out God's plans concerning my life to guarantee happy outcomes. Pray that prayer. Lord, I receive the prompting. And I raise my expectation for my family and angelic visitation that will carry out God's order. God's order to reorder things in my favor. God's order to change the order of things that has been against me. An order that cannot be fouled. An order that cannot be stopped. That his angels will visit me to carry out that order. Lord, I believe for myself. Lord, I believe for my family. 
Lord, I believe for my church. Lord, I believe even for my nation that all things are possible. In the season of angelic visitation, may I not miss my own angelic visitation. Father, we thank you so that by this angelic visitation all the things that people thought <laughs> will happen hey, all the things I thought will not happen and should happen that all these things will be set in the right order because the angel of the Lord visited us thank you my God thank you Lord Jesus in the season of your birth as we celebrate you it's our season of age of angelic visitation to you be all the glory and praise blessed be the name of the lord our god in jesus precious name we have prayed say amen you may be seated if you have been blessed this morning celebrate the lord with me Hallelujah. Wow. I feel such a great anointing this morning. And I pray that anointing goes home with all of us in Jesus' name.